Hello everyone, this is Two Beards in a Pod. I'm Chase, and I'm here with Seth, and welcome to the show. Here, two friends get together and talk about what it's like to be out in the world and our take on how to live in it, discussing anything from the best beer, grooming tips, or the best way to stay trendy. But mostly, it's just two friends just having a good time, so sit back and enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to Two Beards in a Pod. I'm Seth. And I'm Chase. And thank you for coming in on our uh, season two new beard. Who this today is April third, and it is a Saturday. Speaking of Saturdays, Chase, how are you doing this uh, Easter weekend? Oh man, I can't complain. Uh, you know, just just living living the dream over here, man. That's about it. Sounds good. Now, with this being the Easter weekend, you posed a question to me. The other day, and I needed to stew on it. I needed to stew hard. (laughs) And you said, holiday beat down. Who's going to win against Darth Vader? Yes. The ultimate supervillain, in my opinion. Ultimate. As in, can't be beat. I'd say so, because you think about it, he's kind of got the trifecta of being a supervillain. Yeah. Like, he's got crazy powers. He can use the lightsaber, and he's basically – he's got the empire, you know? Yeah. So he's got a ton of financial backing. <laughs> yeah. What more does a supervillain need? <laughs> he's like he's like Lex Luthor, but with super superpowers. Yeah. He's like Lex Luthor, but he has, like, negative Superman, you know, powers or sh- and stuff, you know? Now – Yeah. For sure. I Chase gave me this option, and I was like trying to take Darth Vader and put him in a couple categories which define him the best. So the best way I could describe Darth Vader is a space wizard who is also a <laughs> samurai. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> I, I, I concur with that assessment. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that is the best way to describe Darth Vader. So, since the only other person besides a Jedi that I could think could take on Darth Vader would be a, have to be a team of several people with certain abilities and skills. So you're doing a, th- a 3v1? Yes. Yes. Okay. And Darth, Darth Vader accepts. I'm, All right. I'm his I'm his proxy. So <laughs> now I feel like I may have to change up this team up a little bit thinking of financial backing. So, you know, Bruce Wayne might have to come in every once in a while, but let's see. My original pick was Harry Potter cuz he's a okay. wizard. Yeah. The Highlander cuz there can only be uh, one. Right. And Samurai Jack. An actual samurai. <laughs> An actual samurai. <laughs> now, do you do you want me to do overnight shipping for your tissues when you lose, or do you are you just gonna like you know wait for the like the prime shipping? Oh, <laughs> I I don't do shipping. I go to Walmart for my stuff. <laughs> I don't know what you get shipped to your house, house Mahalik, but 
but I go out and buy it. <laughs> yeah, I'm so bougie. I get everything shipped. And, you know, Waco, Waco's actually getting, like, an Amazon. So, apparently, like, the rumor, the rumor mill that's stirring in Waco is it'll be same-day shipping. What? Because the Amazon warehouse is literally going to be right here in Waco. It's freaking ginormous already. It looks like a prison. That's crazy. <laughs> like, they haven't put colors or fences up or whatever. It's just a big, giant concrete building i'm like oh that's a jail (laughs) (laughs) secretly it is a prison for all the employees (laughs) (laughs) oh man oh all right so samurai jack harry potter and the highlander uh, the highlander okay so the most ridiculous team you'll ever see team up (laughs) okay so Right off the rip, because I don't know if you, I don't know, I don't know how long it's been since you've seen um, Star Wars, but I'll be episode, honest, I stopped watching after like the six original, after the prequels okay. and the original. Right. So episode one, yes, which is the first like OG Star Wars. Uh, Darth Vader shows off his ability to force choke someone with no hands. So yes. Immediate, so the fight begins. Immediately, Darth Vader fo- uh, force chokes Harry Potter, kills him. Done. Okay. No now, no I understand hands. this, but how many people can you force choke at the same time? There's three people well, there. That's fine. That's fine. While, while uh, he's force choking harry potter his hands are free so now it is your turn it is your move sir all right well he if he's force choking someone he only has one hand free no incorrect he can he can force choke someone with no hands with strictly his mind okay he well then in episode episode 2 he then uh just in case you want to Put up a force field of some, of some sort. Yeah. He then flexed his ultimate force muscle and choked someone through a screen in a completely different location through space. So Harry Potter is gone. Darth Vader is hands free. Your move there. I don't know because, like, I'll be honest. I don't know too much <laughs> about Harry Potter and his abilities. I've only seen the one. <laughs> <laughs> But he is a wizard. <laughs> so I imagine he has some sort of uh, magical powers that could help out in that kind of situation. Like, breathe this oxygenous. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> no, the force is strong with this one. Gone, bro. Sorry. Your move. I'm just saying, I say Samurai Jack and the Highlander, you know, they all attack him at once. They all attack him at once. Okay. So So he's gonna have um, to break out the lightsaber. What yeah, my so only break out- my only thing is I think the lightsaber could probably take out maybe the Highlander sword. Okay, yes. So I, I concur with that. So I was gonna say um Highlander comes in because and Samurai Jack attack simultaneously. Lord Vader, in his infinite 
uh, amount of resources and knowledge knows that Samurai Jack's sword is enchanted. So he goes for the next weakest opponent, which will be the Highlander. And one fell swoop, busts out his lightsaber, cuts through the Samurai the Highlander's sword and lops his head off. Highlander is done. Cannot be regenerated. But wait, isn't the Highlander sword also magic? Like, I'm just curious because he did win. He was the only one. Yeah, but it's not... It's magical in the sense that it, it wields the power of all the Highlanders with him inside his body. So, hence, this is why I, I told you, like, you're gonna lose. So, hence, because... pre god conclusion, no debate at all. You're just gonna lose. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, right? Mahalik, close mind. <laughs> well, I'm about to, I'm about to prove it. I'm about to prove it, right? Because the proof is in the pudding. So, since Lord Vader, the ultimate master of the universe, I'll tell you Lord hit... Vader now. <laughs> when he become title owning. Mahalik, <laughs> when? <laughs> so listen, when he kills the Highlander, because he kills the Highlander, he now become, takes the Highlander's power. So not only does he have the Force and the Empire behind him, but now Lord Vader is immortal. I forgot the Highlander was immortal. Yes. So Samurai Jack, out of love for Samurai Jack, because I have followed the series... Who has defeated a powerful wizard before? Just saying. He has, but I mean, because he's a samurai, and he's samurai Jack, okay. and he t- travels through time. So samurai Jack just saw what happened, and because Lord Vader is a evil supervillain that doesn't play by the rules, knowing that. Knowing that the impending battle was upon him because he can use the force to see into the future because, spoiler alert, he's actually uh, Anakin Skywalker. Uh, he foresaw the battle. Then Must be honest, that wasn't a spoiler of- alert. Everyone's seen the movies. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Mel hasn't seen any of the Star Wars movies. Like none of them? None of them, but we'll circle back to that. So yeah, we're hitting on this again. I'm sorry, we're hitting on this again. (laughs) In the 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 battle from the future, he predestines all of his stormtroopers and Marada to surround Samurai Jack, and Lord Vader uses a force field literal force field because of from the force and stands there while samurai jack gets completely obliterated by every vessel in the universe the end lord vader once again rules supreme good game i'm calling i'm calling bullshit on that i'm calling bullshit (laughs) and let me let me like a little devil's advocate right here what if samurai jack (laughs) kills the highlander he's now immortal and takes on Lord Vader. Oh. Just saying. Then there's no way uh, Samurai Jack could lose. Okay, I mean that's fine and all. My rebuttal is my rebuttal is is now Harry Potter's dead. The Samurai is dead. 
Lord Vader can now use Force Choke again. Force Choke Samurai Jack, keeps him still, lops his head off, is now immortal uh, once again. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I, I say that is a lot to do at once. Let's not forget how slow Vader is. He is slow, but I'm saying in the, in the fact that you said that none of that other stuff happened, right? So let's rewind. Let's rewind. You're saying that Samurai Jack all of a sudden stabs the highlight. <laughs> like, back, which he would never do because he is a man of honor, he is, by the way. But this is why it's Devil's Advocate. <laughs> okay, so he kills a Highlander, becoming immortal. Like I said, my answer is still the same. Because he, because Lord Vader can only choke someone at one time, like force choke. I've never seen, yeah, I've never seen him do two people at the same time. So, but Harry Potter, Harry Potter's gone. Yeah, but he'd be doing so this at the same time. Harry, po- he's force choking Harry Potter. Harry Potter didn't even make any inconsequential part <laughs> to this fight at all. I'm just saying, I was expecting at least like one bull BS, like, uh, spell or something like Levitus Gravitus BS or I don't know his spells at least talk to a snake but that's what I'm saying while because so Lord Vader is choking Harry Potter he's prepared for an attack while instead of attacking the samurai uh, the Highlander attacks but Samurai Jack intervenes and blocks this the Highlanders attack and attacks him. They battle for uh, at least two or three minutes because I mean, let's be yeah. real for a second. The Highlander, the Highlander is no like punk, right? Like the Highlander can hold his own. The Highlander, there could only Except, be one, and he 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 yeah. killed all the others. <laughs> right. So then. Samurai Jack becomes like I say that Samurai Jack will defeat the Highlander because Samurai Jack knows Kung Fu and can do all the flippies and the super jumps and all that stuff, right? So Highlander's gone. Yeah. But you also have to remember, you also have to remember that once someone becomes the Highlander, that isn't just instant. There is uh, lightning. And bolts of electricity shooting everywhere. It's very time consuming. So that is true. Hence, while all this is going, Lord Vader assembles his fleet. Samurai Jack is kneeling down, trying to recover. Lord Vader picks him up, force chokes, lightsaber through the through the head. Lord Vader now becomes immortal. Done. I'm gonna call. Not even. <laughs> not even. Not even firing one photon beam or whatever you want to call them. I don't know. I'm calling BS, but okay. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a long my way question to is- go for just so Vader could win. I'm just saying you had to go through a lot of steps there. <laughs> There, no effect could have happened all at once, but it was a lot of steps for him to win. Okay. I'm, tell- I'm telling you, he is the ultimate supervillain. I, I digress. 
Hey, listen, in in Magic in, in Magic the Gathering, we call that a scoop, and that's still an L, bro. That's still an L. God, you're such a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So with all of that, guys, because I know that was a lot. That, We're that gonna... had to go through a lot of process. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a 3v1, man. So with that, we're going to allow y'all guys to process that. And we're going to go ahead and take a break. And we'll be back after this. Hey, guys. Welcome back. So right before the break shenanigans was going down holiday beatdown special lord vader ultimate supervillain versus harry potter the highlander and my all-time favorite samurai jack you know listen i just want you to know that it hurt it hurt me in my heart to kill off samurai jack i'm calling bs and i'm pretty sure samurai jack should take on vader by himself (laughs) i i think here's the thing i think that Samurai Jack would stand a chance until Lord Vader orders his fleet to fire upon Samurai yeah, Jack. Yeah, but when has he? When has Lord Vader ever done that? Lord, he remember he has a kind of a Jedi code of ethics there. Even though he's a dark Sith, Darth Sith Lord, he kind of never does that stuff. He always sticks to the one-on-one battle. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I mean, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. What we'll do is we'll table this and we'll have. We got to do. We will do. We will bring this back around and we will do a Bat in the Sun remix, as you will. Because Bat in the Sun always does a. This is what happened with Battle A and this is what happens with Battle B. So in the new, in the near future, guys. We will do a, we'll just call it Bat in the Sun segment. Yes. Just to, just to give a shout out to those guys and their wonderful YouTube channel because they are awesome. And I highly recommend um, that anyone goes and like watches them because they, I mean, they, they do so many like beatdown specials, bro. So many. All right. Um, it's actually what kind of inspired for me this segment of the yeah. show. Yeah. Cause I'm a huge bat in the sun, like follower. Like I, I've been, I've been, I mean, they've done like anybody and everybody that you can think of. It's, it's phenomenal. So yeah. Now Mahalik, we will do, we will table this. This will happen in the future. We are going to do some research <laughs> for our rematch, <laughs> but All right. speaking of holiday beatdowns. What are you doing for Easter <laughs> with your family? <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fighting some little kids over some Easter eggs. I, I knew that's it. For sure. I knew it. You still you still do the Easter egg hunt? Be like, that's, that's my Hershey kiss. <laughs> yeah, I will I will fight a child. <laughs> no man. Um, I. We're going to go, actually, later today, we're actually going to go over to Mamimi's house. Um, we are going to do, like, an Easter egg hunt and, a, uh, like, a cookout there because actual Easter Sunday, 
um, you know, the side of the family with all the kids pretty much like they're not going to be in town. They're going to be out of town. So they're like, Hey, we want to do Easter with everybody, you know, like hang out and stuff like that. So we're going to do everything over there today. And then tomorrow me and Mel will be like, you know, just chilling on actual Easter Sunday. And, uh, yeah, while everybody else is like out of town doing their, doing their thing. That's, that's pretty nice, man. Like, it's nice getting together with family too, getting together with family, but it's kind of nice like doing a nice immediate family thing, you know, where it's just like the wife and the kids and you just go to church or something and then you come back and have a nice meal. But yeah, like that's, that's no, always nice good. too. Um, kind of reminds me of like, cause of last year with all the <clears throat> Corona and stuff, they kind of canceled Easter on us a bit. So uh, me and my mom last year, we did yeah. Margarita Easter. <laughs> it was a pretty great Easter. Nice. But this year, I'm I'm looking forward to a lot. I'm going to go to church tonight, get that off the bucket list for the weekend. Then tomorrow, my mom's probably making some pies. We're going to go over to my cousin's. And have a big Easter meal with everybody. With everybody. Oh. It's going to be great. Oh, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, I miss being able to get together with everyone on Easter. We, you know, we used to go down to my dad's. Um, <clears throat> he lives in, you know, Euless or whatever, or the DFW Dallas oh, okay. area. Um, and we would go over to James's house because Mike and Chris, they, they have like a huge, like beautiful home and a, a beautiful like yard. And we would play croquet and we would eat and hang out. But because of everything and, and, you know, James being elderly, we, you know, don't want to risk anything. Um, so, you know, the, the family get togethers have come to like a, you know, immediate halt for the foreseeable future, uh, which is kind of sad because, like, I mean, people would come down from, like, out of state and we would all get together. Um, so, yeah, no, I miss I miss being able to do the big, like, family get-togethers and stuff like that. Yeah. That's so. always kind of harder when some of the family lives out of state trying to get together. That's always kind of like – it turns into – it turns a family gathering into a logistics issue. <laughs> yeah it's like oh well we can't do this date or this time like our flight was delayed and and this that and the third and yeah it is i don't know but it's always it's always good to see them because like i do i do miss them uh a lot uh we're all like super close you know for the most part um and it's always a good time like i don't think i've ever gone and done like a you know, like a family outing and it'd be like a, you know, a bad oh, time, yeah. you know what I mean? So. I'm kind of the same way. Like I've, I can't think of one time I've went out with the cousins, with my cousins or anything like that and had a bad time. I've, it's always a great time because when you're with family and it's like, it's, it's great when your family is kind of like your best friends too. Right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it definitely, um, helps, you know, with, uh, with everything. Yeah. So like, I don't know, do you, when you guys get together, do you kind of do any like sports things? 
no, we don't have like a, we don't have like a, you know, turkey bowl football thing or anything like that, but we usually do bust out like the croquet stuff or the, um, or the like, you know, cornhole right. or something like that. But usually it's croquet. Cause like I said, they have like a beautiful front yard. They've actually like won awards and really? stuff. Um, for like best yard in like the the neighborhood and stuff. That's like pretty that. cool. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing, but I guess that's like a HOA. Oh, okay. Thing. You yeah. Know what I mean? Homeowners Association we, thing. I'm not that. I'm not that fancy. We, I'll be honest. We kind of got something like that here. We have a. I think it's like a POA or something like that. But uh, they judge Christmas lights. Oh yeah, that's always yeah. a good time. That always gets everybody like. Because, you know, good, healthy competition is, like, good oh, for it the is. soul, yeah, it's, I feel like. Well, it makes you actually want to do it, doing that. But that's that's for another holiday, you know? Like Right. Yeah, for yeah, for sure. Easter, like, kind of like what we do, uh, we play, we'll play softball in the front yard, you know? Because, like, when you have that many people, yeah. you have enough you have enough for, uh, like, two teams, so... So, like, when you say softball in the front yard, I mean, are they like, are you playing like stickball, or, or is this like y'all are kind of in the country, so you actually have like a field and like, you know, real estate. We're, we're kind of we're we're in the country, but we got to be careful because it's real hilly. So, you know, someone's got to go get that ball. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you smack one over the hill, like you're actually out. Yeah, like something like that. Like some people, like I tell you what, my one of my cousins, Mikey and Nikki, they they can send that ball flying. You know. Yeah. But no, it's it's just a great time, and it's like baseball is kind of like one of those games where like anyone can play. It doesn't matter if you're like you're five or if you're like, you know. Yeah. Uh, in your nineties, you can still at least bunt the ball and get to first base. Yeah. Get my walker. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm turning. I'm turning. Yeah. I'm turning too. Like. It's like, <laughs> get the pack and play. <laughs> you set up at second base. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. It's, a, it, it's a great time. Everyone has fun. And uh, I don't know we do. We do. I'll be honest. We do kind of get competitive sometimes. Like, like I told you about the polar plunge. I, I did make a trophy for that. We got a trophy for about every major kind of event, like Christmas pool tournament. Uh, nice. you know, I think Thanksgiving, uh, ping pong tournament. You know, we, we ping pong. Yeah, we, wow. Busting you know, out. we, we get pretty, uh, pretty awesome about it. And it, you know, it's bragging rights for the whole year. <laughs> Right. I mean, I I think that uh, you should trade ping pong for beer pong. I'm just saying. The <laughs> uh, way I play it usually is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's that's great. No. Um, but yeah, man, no. And like I said, just it's always it's always a good time um, with the fam. So, yeah. Like I don't know if do you have any Easter traditions? Like I know you said you go over you used to go over to um, Dallas Fort Worth. Yeah, 
we we I would say because like I know like when my mom was still alive, like even as adults, she would always get us the Easter basket. Ah. Um. So we kind of pass that tradition down to like the younger kids. Like every single year, no matter what, like everybody gets the Easter Easter basket. I, I got I kind of yeah. get that. Like all the the kids in our family are. It doesn't matter if you could be like twenty five. But if you're still one of the youngest, like youngest eight in the family, you're still forced to do an Easter egg hunt. Yeah. But <laughs> 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 yeah. I, I kind of awesome. like, honestly, it's kind of fun because usually it, I always get a good laugh because uh, I'm like, oh, I better check the beer cooler first. Grab a natty light. Like, <laughs> let's get this started. <laughs> Now do, now, do you break them down into, like, heats, you know, so, like, all the big, like, older kids aren't, like, with, the, like, the toddlers, or is it, like, you know, every man, man slash woman no, for himself? we, we stopped doing that, because, like, the youngest kid now is, like, 13, <laughs> you know? Oh, well, then there you go. Yeah, there's, exactly. There's no, no excuses, so it's, it's open range, like... That's a good life lesson, that life isn't fair. Yeah, like, yeah I, I, I'm not... <laughs> I just like going around being kind of fine eggs. I'll be like, I'll point it out to other people like you missed one in the plant. <laughs> Take a sip. <laughs> You're like walking around like they've been down to pick up an egg. You got three eggs out of their basket and walk off. <laughs> I'm not that cheap, but yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can confirm nor deny yeah. that that has happened. No, it's a great time. I always love it. Oh. I love seeing everybody and especially like you know, since I, I since we're kind of getting out of like the pandemic thing, it's it's nice. It's nice. It's gonna be probably like the first time we're gonna see every every everybody. So nice. Yeah. Hey guys, we're gonna go take a quick break now and we'll be back right after this. And we're back. Now, right before we took our break, we were talking about Easter traditions. Our uh, Mahalik's beatdown brawl with his family. (laughs) I will will fight a child. Don't care, Timmy. (laughs) That's my Easter egg. (laughs) You know I like the blue ones. (laughs) Blue for the win. Uh, So... Now that we're back, I thought we'd kind of do a bring back an old segment we haven't done in a long time. In a long time. This day in history. Yes, this day in history. So, April 3rd, this day in history. April 3rd, 1860, the Pony Express debuts. Good old, like, official mail system on the travel by horse. And they, they, yeah, and they did it. They did it in teams, which was really cool. Um, but uh, the it was two. It was a rider relay team, and they simultaneously left St. Joseph, Missouri, and Sacramento, California. Uh, and about ten days later, on April thirteenth, the westbound westbound rider and mail packet completed 
1800 mile journey and arrived in Sacramento, beating the eastbound packet arrival in St. Joseph's by two days. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So, I geographically speaking, I, I mean, you know, I don't know geography at all. So, I don't know if like one was closer or one was further, but I mean, beating someone by two days. It does. It does. Well, it's like, was it the the cannonball run like from. New York to LA, it, I think the record around that is about like two days. It's around two days. Two days? Because from one end of the country to the other, I yeah. think that. Now, is that like in a done yes. in like a two man team? Usually done with a two. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then it's gone. Oh, I was going to say, is that like, and just anything goes, like, if your car breaks down, like, sucks to suck. If there's traffic, like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's just, yeah, that's, that's goes, basically kind of like... how it is. Cause usually what these people do is like, it's usually kind of like a one person tries it at a time, uh, for the most part. Or okay. like, you can try to race someone, <laughs> but you, you have to get a car. You kind of have to, you have to modify it. Like, you put a bigger gas tank. You put it in all like the speed trap detectors and all that, and you have right. you do it in a two person team. So like one person's navigating and looking at the detectors and looking at the gauges, and one person is literally just focused on driving at like like pe- yes. pedal to the metal, like getting it in, no holds barred. Like all the kitty gloves are off. We're going oh, for yeah. the we're going like, for the gusto. Um, you know uh, Richard Rawlings, the guy that does Gas Monkey Garage. He did it. Yes. Is he, he the one that set did the record? record? Someone, I think someone broke his record. But he, mm. I can't remember. I just remember it because, like, he has his tat. He has a tattoo of his time on his on his forearm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, and he did it. He That's did it awesome. less than two days. I That's think, awesome. around like forty eight hours, like exact kind of thing. You know. So, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So he got that other guy got beat by, uh, by two days. And, um, you know, what was actually pretty cool is how expensive, uh, this stuff was. And they were actually getting paid quite a bit of money. They were getting $25 Ooh. per week. That's, that's um, a lot back then. Like, that's that's a good chunk of change, but like yeah. then again, you gotta kind of gotta think like that. That was a high risk job back then. Like, think about it. Was it? I mean, was it though? Really? Like, someone's gonna steal letters? You know, it's not like because I, I mean, I guess maybe you gotta deal yeah, with yeah, you like gotta deal Indians with Indians and stuff like elements, that. But... Uh, like because you gotta think these were. You're going from one Pony Express station to another, even though you're kind of going over the same track over and over again. Like, you never know. Like, your horse might get a sprain. You might be stuck out in the middle of desert in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of letters, and you're just like, well, that happened. (laughs) Like, think about it. You got to think this was was the Wild West. Anything was possible. You're you're traveling breakneck speeds to deliver someone's mail to tell – Dear Martha, I'm doing fine in California. 
<laughs> I don't know about the future of the state. <laughs> <laughs> One day I feel like a great governor will come. Yes. Who's also done TV. Possibly <laughs> was a nader. <laughs> oh. By the way, P.S. Yes. I'm from the Back future. To the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess that makes sense. But yeah, twenty five dollars per week, and uh, but they carried loads up to twenty pounds of mail, which I guess is quite That's a, a lot bit. of mail still. Like, because you gotta think they're not doing, they're not eating wagons; they're just going straight horseback over dangerous yeah. terrain probably sometimes so like could right. you imagine like being doing that in west texas oof that would be like yeah so painstaking. Like... <laughs> nothing i would be i would be done they i would probably get fired immediately I'd be like... i have no sense of direction <laughs> Everything I know. There's the like, same in West Texas. think about it, there'd be no oil wells for like a landmarker. You know, you'd just be like, "Where is this station?" <laughs> <Was there an <laughs> <hour> ago. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, Mahalik! Why? I'm sorry. The, the horse's horse fault. Else, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> the horse is drunk, not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's yeah. good. Well, it's That's like, good. you know, I I was looking up a little bit on this today, and you know what else happened a little, a little further down the line from the Pony Express? The first phone okay. call, cell phone call, happened today on April 3rd. I think, oh, uh, I think it said it was like, what, 19? Let me look that up again. Seventy-three. You know, actually, I think I remember. Well, I don't know. I don't know if that was the first cell phone call, but I think it was because didn't they? Yeah, because they made that. I, I think I remember watching a documentary on that, and they actually made a phone call from a, a car, and like the news people were there. And it was. I like think so because like, like it, it took place in Manhattan. Like literally, he, he was in downtown Manhattan, yeah. and he he like made a call back to his team back in like the lab or whatever. So, uh, but that's kind of crazy to think about the right. like, how futuristic that is. Yeah, like to be on the the home front of a mobile telephone device, and man, cell phones have come so long, but. <laughs> Dude, they used to be like bricks, bro. I mean, I don't know if you've oh, ever seen yeah. a, a cell phone from like that time and age, but it's literally the size and or weight they are, of like, an actual used to brick. Have, there, there was a couple <laughs> ways this phone came to be. One, it either was permanently a fixture in your car. It was your car phone. Or right. you had a literal bag, yeah, yeah. a literal satchel, which was... Which, you know, it reminds me of yeah. the radios and comms that we used to have. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Back in like. Yeah, like it, was like, World it, War it II, just reminds like me of the radios we had in the army. 
Yeah. Yeah. The little man packs. Uh, yeah. like, the thing about how crazy that is, and it was like, that's like a hundred years since like the, from that point in time, I think it's like, was the first phone was like around the late 1800s. That's like almost a hundred years later. Yep. Yeah. My old grand bell. Yeah. Almost, almost exactly a hundred years, which is crazy. Like to think like, a hundred years, right? Like, yes, that's a long time, but in like in retrospect of like a life or like the lives of like civilization, a hundred years. Is no, no, really it's it, not... it's almost incremental, like in the big right. picture, you know. You know. Yeah, and it, what's crazy about it is it, is we went from like bricks to like literal mini computers i mean the things that these phones can do oh, nowadays it, is like i want to blow your mind here right now like think about like the first space flight 1969 okay like first man to the okay. moon all that computing power for those computers that they had they probably had to have rooms of computers to do the exact same thing our phones do right now. Right. Yeah, to do all like right. all that processing power <laughs> yeah. you needed to man the space shuttle and have contact and all that could have been done with could have been done with a cell phone. <laughs> yeah. That's, right. That's like <sighs> mind blowing. Right the, there, the, yeah, they didn't have micro processors sure. back then. Everything had to be done with tubes. And reels. Okay. And I don't know what those, like, you know, giant recording things that they had on the side of the machines, but you always see it in the cartoons and the movies. <laughs> yeah, the spools. Oh, like the spools. And, like, I imagine they just, it yeah. just recorded information, but think about how far we've come on that front, too. Like, a flash drive probably could have done that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and it, it, it kind of like just as speaking on like technology or whatever, like imagine when, do you remember like when like PlayStation 1 came out and it was like, oh, bro, I got a 32 megabyte memory yeah. card. And it was like, what? 32 megabytes? Yeah. That's crazy. Which we're on terabytes. You know, we're on like. Yeah, we're on terabytes, and I think I think it's actually yeah. past. Technically, it's past terabytes. Um, I don't know exactly the name for it, but I know we're past terabytes. But I mean, just to just to kind of go like put things in perspective here. <clears throat> First memory card, PlayStation One, thirty-two megabytes, standard in yeah. almost any gaming system nowadays. Oh, yeah. Five hundred gigs. You know. Mahalik, I'm going to date you a bit Bye. here. You know when the first PlayStation came out was nine? I think it was like 1995. I was two. Dang. <laughs> oh man, such a child. All right, but I sure remember. Actually, that was my first console though, because <laughs> they they had it playing for a long time. They kept nice the, the games. They kept up today. I think it was like. Till 2000 until like the uh ps2 came out and they they were still making games for the playstation one for like right. another three years yeah 
yeah, no, the PlayStation One I think had like a good a good run, and that's you know that's what like is awesome about the PlayStation Five is apparently it will play. Oh, so it's that it's backwards compatible all the way. Yeah, that's I I don't know that to be like a fact. That was like the the word on the street when they came out. That was like their big selling point. Is like, yeah. hey, we're going to be backwards compatible all the way down to PlayStation One. Which Xbox, hello, like knocking on your door, you need to get with the program because backwards compatibility for Xbox oh, yeah. is garbage. Absolutely garbage. The list of games that are backwards compatible just from the Xbox One to 360 is absolutely really? garbage. Like, come on, Microsoft. Yeah. And this is, this is coming from an Xbox guy. Okay. I love Xbox. All right. Microsoft, I'm telling you right now, you heard it here, you heard it first. Now, you guys need to step you up. You want to know here. something interesting about the PS2, though? You want to know why the, the sales were so good? Why? Partially. Totally but hot. no, uh, <laughs> at the time, you got to think it was like when it came out, 2000. <laughs> DVDs just became a big thing. Now, okay. think about how much a DVD player cost DVDs. back then. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You could the play DVDs PS2 on your PlayStation. PS2 was the cheapest DVD player you could buy. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. Um, which reminds me, like, I was watching, like, a, a clip of um, Blockbuster. Yeah. And why Blockbuster was around. Um, Blockbuster was around because it was fractionally cheaper to rent a movie than it was oh, yeah. to buy it. Like if you wanted to buy a VHS when it first came out, it was like four hundred dollars. Like four hundred dollars for a VHS, or like four or forty. Yeah. What? No, like four hundred. Yeah, it was. Some, it was. It might not be like exactly that much, but. There is a documentary on Netflix or Hulu, I believe, that it's like it's named Blockbuster, and it. I'll have to check that out because I I remember as. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I. I I was just saying, I highly recommend that people watch it. I know I will definitely be like putting my eyeballs on it, and maybe we can like table that and come back to it, and we'll talk. Going in a notebook now. I don't. I don't care. We're on air. Uh, We have a notebook full of ideas for episodes. (laughs) We're talking about this next time. That and how blo- yes. that and how Mel hasn't yeah, seen awesome. Star Wars. Yeah, we'll we'll have to definitely circle back with that. So, but guys, unfortunately, that is all the time we have. So, uh, thank you so much for joining us, and we hope that you have a wonderful Easter and a safe holiday. And until next time, y'all be safe. That's all the time we have today. Thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you next week. Until then, stay frosty.